In this episode, I'll talk about how to prepare for your time with your horse. And it's a little bit about mindset and a little bit about planning. So we want to have a plan and we want to be in the right mindset to be able to actually do the plan. So here we go. Episode 72, Mindset and Planning. Hi, I'm Karen Rolfe and welcome to Horse Training in Harmony. This podcast is about you making progress with your horse in a way that you both can love. It's about learning how to move and be in harmony because yes, you really can develop a horse to be both athletic and happy. When we show up as our best selves for our horses, our horses will show up for us. So let's get started. Have you ever had a bad day with your horse and then ended up feeling terrible about it for hours, days, maybe even weeks afterwards? So that's something that I can relate to. And I think probably many of you listening can relate to, you know, those of us who really care about such things as harmony with our horses, you know, when we have a day that's not harmonious it can really feel horrible, like in our core. So a bad day with our horse can be everything from just, you know, a little bit of confusion as far as like, wow, what, what, it, what happened? <laughs> you know, why did that happen that today just didn't work? Or it can really, you know, affect you deep in your soul, especially if you feel like, you know, when you look back on the day, you're like, wow, I really... I really hurt the relationship or I didn't do right by my horse or maybe ended up physically injured. There's lots of ways <laughs> that things can go wrong. And, you know, sometimes things just happen out of our control, but we'll still feel bad about it. So what I wanted to do on this episode is just kind of look at that situation and see what we can do to as much as possible avoid having the kind of session with our horse that haunts us or that we regret. And like I said, sometimes stuff is just going to happen and it's out of our control and it's just stuff happens. But there are a lot of things that we actually can do to help help make every session a good session with your horse. And that doesn't mean that that you're perfect or your horse is perfect. But what I mean by having a good session with your horse is that we were thoughtful and we made the right decisions in the moment. And we realized that, you know, whatever the actual result, we did something today that's going to make tomorrow better and hopefully not worse. <laughs> so, you know, this is some this is something I've thought a lot about because I do care deeply about how I am with my horses. I've kind of dedicated my life to thinking about this. And I do not like that feeling that I screwed up, that I wasn't there for my horse, that, you know, that feeling that you get back in the house and you're like, what happened? Why didn't I just stop? Why didn't I just take a break? Why didn't I remember this thing that I learned, you know, from the session yesterday and know not to do what I did? You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, But with a little bit of thoughtfulness and a little bit of 
proactive approach to our tra- our sessions with our horses and our time with our horses, uh, you know, we can end up feeling like we we at least did our best and we made the best decisions. Maybe the lesson was a hard lesson for the horse. Maybe it was hard for us, but hard in the way that is just, you know, the nature of learning. <laughs> you know, things can be hard, uh, but still be productive. What we want to avoid is the unproductive struggle. <laughs> so let's look at, you know, bef- before we look at how are we going to make things better, I think it's important to look at how things don't work. So when I think about uh, regretful <laughs> sessions that I've had with my horse, it could be for a number of reasons. One is that I didn't make a plan. Right? I went out there and I just rode around for a while and I did stuff. And maybe if things didn't work really well, I just did more stuff, but I never really stopped to, to think about it. Right, I just moved around and not all action is productive. Sometimes you're just moving around and you're not actually getting anywhere. So that's one reason why a session might not go well. Another reason a session might not go well is maybe I did have a plan, but I wasn't really in the right mindset to actually do the plan well. So that, and by not being in the right mindset, it could be I got frustrated too early, you know, if I didn't have enough patience in the patient bank, patient's bank account, that could hurt things. Um, you know, I got frustrated or something like that. Or it could just be um, I wasn't focused, Maybe I was distracted. Maybe there's a whole bunch of things. I was getting some texts from people and I forgot to turn my phone off and whatever it was that I I was distracted. And I didn't have the presence of mind to realize, hey, Karen, you're kind of distracted. You might not want to jump into this really intricate training plan that you had for the day uh, because that training plan requires full focus and I'm not fully focused. It could happen if I'm just tired right? So I just didn't get enough sleep. So that one can sneak up on me because it seems like I'm thinking. I'm just not thinking really well. Uh, Another way that things can go wrong is uh, I had a plan, but I didn't notice that that wonderful plan didn't match the horse that actually showed up that day, right? So maybe I've had a plan. It worked the other days of the week, and I just didn't notice that my horse was in a different mood. And I didn't change the plan accordingly. Maybe I had a plan and I was in the right mindset, but I simply didn't execute the plan well. So that happens, right? I'm doing an exercise and maybe I'm not aware that I'm crooked or my saddle slipped or I just wasn't, I didn't have enough self-awareness, right? So I went into this exercise. It was a good idea to do the exercise, I was in a really great mindset. So maybe I was in a good mood and I was being patient, but I still wasn't aware enough to realize, hey, this isn't working. And even though I'm in a really good patient mood to do it again and again and again and try a little bit differently, there was some missing piece, right? There was some, something that I wasn't aware of that I didn't step back and look at myself and go, well, you know, Karen, (laughs) you're crooked and that's why it's not happening. Or, I'm not being accurate on my line of travel or whatever, you know, some little piece like that. 
some little technical piece. Another, <laughs> this list can be long. Another reason why the session might not go well is uh, I made a plan, but in making that plan, maybe I made, I often like set kind of a weekly plan for my horse. So I sit down at the beginning of the week and I kind of map out, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do this sort of thing. On Tuesday, I'm going to go for a trail ride. Then on Wednesday, I'll go back in the arena. So I kind of make a weekly plan. So I have a plan, but maybe on Thursday, I look at my schedule, my, I look at my plan and I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. But I forget that on Wednesday, I learned a piece of information based on what I did on Wednesday, and I didn't incorporate that into Thursday's plan. So maybe on Sunday, it seemed like a good idea, but based on how Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday went, I really should have gone and altered Thursday's plan and not just looked at Thursday and done what Thursday said. I needed to edit it. I needed to change my plan as I went. Some of you uh, have uh, my the uh, Happy Athlete Progress Journal that I have in the Dressage Naturally web shop. Um, and so that's why we call in, in, in that journal, I call it the changeable plan. We make weekly plans and I call it the weekly changeable plan. And it's just for this reason. It's not because you guys need to remember. Well, you do, but it's because I need to remember because <laughs> even I forget to change my plan. So, um, you know, that, that progress journal is a great start for anybody who needs help with planning. So it makes sense that creating some consistency around thoughtful planning and around creating that we are in a positive mindset, not just by accident. Oh, today was a good day. No, but by actually taking some steps to proactively put yourself in a positive mindset that's going to really help our time with our horses. A lot of people, a lot of you may be doing some sort of attempt at this. Uh, but what I found is, is many times um, students get the timing wrong, meaning they do a lot of thinking when they should be feeling and a lot of feeling when they should be thinking. So a lot of times, you know, if I'm teaching a student, they're in thinking mode, but they're not feeling what's happening with their horse. And then other times when they should be sitting down and making a plan, they're sort of lost in the, lost in the feeling. So we want to, you know, think about our mindset, think about the strategic planning and make sure we're doing that in a, on a, a logistically productive schedule <laughs> when I'm doing the right thing, when it makes sense to do that. So what I thought I would do is share what works for me, and I hope that it'll work for you. And this sort of what I'm going to share with you works so well, I actually uh, created an audio set for this, where I actually made some audios that will guide you through exactly what I'm going to be describing. So if anybody is interested in that, as you're listening, it's called um, Mindset and Planning. And it's an audio series. You can get to it by going to dressagenaturally.net slash M-A-P. And that stands for Mindset and Planning. So dressagenaturally.net slash Mindset and Planning. And it's a really inexpensive audio series. And it's just meant to actually, you know, you 
put it on your phone. You can put the headphones on and, and I will actually lead you through these processes. So, but I'm going to tell you about it now. So, um, the different stages that I make sure that I think about when I'm at my best and making my best plans for my horses is, um, I go through a planning stage and this planning stage is where you think. And you want to sit down, think about your goals. What am I trying to do? Where am I now? What do I want to do tomorrow to help me move a step closer to that goal? And in this planning stage, you know, it's wide open. So no matter what you're doing, I might say, all right, my goal this week is to perfect my tempi changes. But part one day of that plan might be go for a trail ride. Right. So want to think really holistic when you're planning smartly, smartly, when you're planning wisely for your week. So um, before, like I said, at the beginning of each week, I kind of make a weekly plan. And then the night before my session, or if it's, if I'm going to ride later in the day, you could, you're, if you're going to ride later in the day, you could do this in the morning, but far enough away from when you're going to be out with your horse that you really can stop, have time and think. And you want to think, what am I doing the next session? And that's also where you're going to review what happened the session before and take that into account as you create this plan. So you want to do this consistently because it takes practice. You want to do it thoughtfully. This is a thinking point. You want to do it mindfully. And by mindfully, I mean, when you're thinking, make sure you're really here. You're not rushing. You're you're here in the moment and you're going to think. And it's strategic. Why are you doing it? So during this planning stage, you're going to be asking yourself, um, what are you going to do? Where are you going to do it? And how are you going to do it? And this is an important one. Why are you going to do it? So these are the questions in the Happy Athlete Progress Journal that we lead you through. And also in the audio series, I'll just be asking you, what do you, you know, write down, what are you going to do? Where are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in the arena? Are you going to do it in the field? How are you going to do it? Are you going to do it online? Are you going to do online and then riding? Things like that. And then you can think, why? So what's the goal? I'm going to work on serpentines. Why? Well, to gain flexibility and suppleness, because that's what serpentines are for. So it's really important to put the why in there, because if you have the goal, okay, I want more suppleness and flexibility, you have to remember that. Otherwise, you're just going to like do serpentines. And you can do serpentines all day in a way that does not create one more drop of flexibility or suppleness. Or you might do the first serpentine and go, oh my gosh, my horse feels more supple than ever. And then you know that you're done. So the why are you doing it is going to really help you identify when you're successful, which helps you identify when to stop. <laughs> Very important point. So this planning stage, you want to have a process of, of asking yourself this series of questions. It's really helpful if it's the same questions every time you do it. And that way, again, your brain gets to practice thinking of these things. Um, another one of the, so as I sit down to plan, I usually get really into those details. 
What am I going to do? Where am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? Why am I going to do it? All those sorts of things. What specific exercises? And then at the end, I just make sure I have a theme for the day. So, you know, if maybe the theme is, you know, confidence or engagement or power or something like that. So what's my theme? What's the quality that if I get that, I'll be happy? <laughs> and it's often connected to the why. Um, or it might be something that helps you achieve your goal. So it, the theme could be, um, you know, stay methodical or remember to take breaks, you know, deep relaxation. Uh, last week, I, that was my theme for ovation. I was working at high level things, very powerful, but my theme was deep relaxation. And that reminded me that in everything I do, to do it and remember to breathe and to remember to be rhythmic and to remember to give them breaks. So it's like a little short code for yourself. What's your theme? And then sometimes I even boil that down to a mantra. What's a, a quick repeated phrase you kind of can put in your pocket. And if you don't remember anything else, at least you remember this one phrase. And often my mantra is like a clue to help me. Like remember to breathe, remember to breathe or you know, keep smiling, keep smiling. <laughs> so if I, so after I sit down and do all the planning, then I set a theme and a mantra, a little reminder for myself. And then I go, okay, I know the plan is in my brain. I know it's in there because it just came out of my brain and I trust my subconscious. It's in there. It's written down. I can look back at it. I don't have to think anymore. Just give myself a little cheat sheet, a simple phrase or two to remember. And then my planning is done. So then the next, the next piece of preparing myself for my session with my horse is, is when I'm first went with my horse. And this can also take place as I'm going out to my horse. So the, between the door and the horse, <laughs> between my front door and my horse is a beautiful moment. And those first moments with my horse so this is where my priority is to be present. I want to make sure that I have arrived 100% and that, that no part of my brain is somewhere else. So this is about dropping into a deeper level of connection with my horse, starting from the first moment, the first moment I start heading out to him. So including the first moments that we're together. And Something that I've learned is really helpful is um, a kind of open focus meditation. And so this open focus meditation is a very specific kind of meditation where you focus on the spaces between things. And there's something about focusing on the spaces between things that kind of puts my brain and it it's, I didn't make this up. You know, it puts your brain in a certain state because it, there's nothing for the brain to grab onto because you keep focusing on emptiness. <laughs> so it's really cool. You just keep giving yourself um, the instructions of focusing on the space between things, the space between your fingers, the space between you and your horse, the space between your horse's legs, the space between the trees, things like that. So um, I... I've done guided meditations like this a lot. So I just play a guided meditation 
or I just talk, you know, I think myself, myself through it. I just remind myself, think of the space between this and the space between that and some breathing exercises. And that just helps me kind of slow down, settle in, be present and get my mind in this open focus. Cause from this open focus state, now I can be much more aware of my surroundings, much more um, aware of all the sensations coming in, much more aware of my, of how I'm feeling, how my horse is feeling. I just feel like I'm more in sync <laughs> with the world around me. So that, that mindset hopefully lasts for the whole time I'm with my horse. Uh, and again, it's something to practice because then you can, you'll start to feel when you're in it, when you're out of it, and you can have tools to get yourself back into it. All right. So now I've groomed my horse and I'm ready and I'm out with wherever the session starts, whether it's a groundwork session or I'm on them or I'm out in the round pen or wh wherever I'm about ready to commence with my plan. There's this little magic moment there where we need to make sure we're sort of starting fresh because we planned yesterday. We're in the present moment now. Now we have to check in and kind of connect this being in this moment and connect it with the plan. So we want to start with clarity and confidence. So we need to just remember what was that plan I had? <laughs> Maybe you have it written down a little piece of paper in your pocket look at it because now you're all open focus and floating around in the cosmos, right? So look at the plan. And from this moment where you're here with this horse today in this moment, is this still a good plan? So that's the time to just think for a second, check in with the horse you have and ask yourself, is this still a good plan or do you need to make a modification? And then once you've done that, then the next step is just to get in a, you know, kind of reaffirm your positive mindset. Today's a new day. Everything is possible. We're going to focus on what we can do. And you begin. And you trust that now it's all connected. You just brought your thinking brain, your really good strategic plan, and you melded it with this present moment. And so you begin. And then there's another critical moment. Maybe. Because like I started this episode with, sometimes our plan does not go according to plan. Sometimes in the middle of a session, even if you've tried your best, things stop working. And you need to reset. And this is such an important moment. This is the moment that's the difference between being in the house crying <laughs> at the end of the day because you hated what you ended up doing with your horse or feeling really proud because you made really excellent horsemanship decisions. This is so important to realize when you need to reset. And sometimes that for me feels like the voice of wisdom goes, Karen, you need to sit on the fence for a second and reset. And all the other gremlins go, just keep going. You got this. <laughs> so I've tried to recognize the voice of wisdom compared to the voice of the gremlins and go, shut up gremlins. 
I need to sit on the fence for a minute. So you want to stop, take a break. And it's, it's, this moment is kind of like, you, you're almost going to have to have an imaginary friend on your shoulder. It goes, uh, let's stop for a second and just think about what you're doing. So you got to be able to do that for yourself and just calm your emotions. Notice if you're getting frustrated, know how to switch frustration into curiosity. I did a podcast episode about frustration, so you can listen to that. There's techniques for this. Turn your frustration into curiosity. Get back in the present moment again and ask yourself some strategic questions. What needs to happen? What does the horse need? What can you do? What's the easier version of what you're trying to do? And then also, do you need to just stop? Because sometimes it's not going to get better today. And the best thing you can do to make progress is to stop. So helping yourself make that those decisions is really, really important. And the, the truth is that's really hard to do by yourself. Especially if you let yourself get too far gone. But if you get in the habit of just going, stop, sit on the fence, reset, reset. <laughs> You know, just recognizing that you need to reset and stopping and getting off your horse is 80%. That's the hardest piece. All right. So let's say either your session was successful um, or it started to have a little trouble and you reset and you ended it successful because you made some different decisions. Now you're done. That's awesome. Go take care of your horse pamper them, make them feel like a rock star, put them back healthy and groomed and feeling well rewarded. There's another piece. And this is a piece that often people forget. And it's really important. And this is where you, at some point, you reflect upon what just happened. And now I'll do this at different times. If, if there's been a a kind of challenging puzzle for me, often I'll, I'll have my notes right in the barn and I'll write some notes down right away before I forget them. <laughs> Especially if I discovered something like, oh, when I did it this way, that's what really made a difference. Or, you know, for the positively or negatively. So you want to remember um, what you did that worked and what you did that didn't work. So this reflection time is another time to get in a habit of asking yourself a series of questions. What worked well? What didn't work well? You know, what do you think your horse learned from this? What do you want to do better next time? And I like to give myself a piece of advice. So what, am, you know, if I was going to do this session again, what advice do I have for myself? Again, that like one, one sentence. I like to go deep get really intricate, write as much as you want, and then summarize it with a simple sentence. It's, I just find it easier to, <laughs> easier to remember. And again, that habit of reflecting, because where that's going to come important is when you sit down later. Um, so you, again, you can reflect when you're doing it immediately after the ride. Sometimes some people like to sit and like graze their horse and write some notes down, or you might do better when you're all done, your horse is put away, you're back home, you've got yourself a nice little glass of wine, 
or tea or whatever it is on the comfy couch. And now you get out your journal and you reflect. Uh, and you go through that process. So where this is really important is then later, when you make the plan for the next day, you want to make sure you turn back a page and look at your reflection from the session before. And I do a lot of this in my mind, but when I do write it down, when I have a challenging time with my horse, I'm often surprised at turning that page back and I go, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. I wrote that really good piece of advice down there and I'm going to turn the page forward and write that down in my new plan. So um, that's what I do. Um, when you put something like this into practice, what I find is it creates a consistent positive focus. So when I'm doing this and I'm at my, at my best, my results, my successes are more consistent. I feel like I'm, I'm more consistent in who I am to my horse instead of being, you know, having good days and bad days and she's crazy, you know, she's really focused. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I'm more at my, my, my level, <laughs> my medium levelness. And I'm more positive because I'm doing things to um, decrease frustration and confusion and wandering aimlessly around. So I feel better about myself, right? I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I'm being smart. And I'm more focused because I have that plan. And, you know, consistent positive focus is really important for horses. It, it's kind of what puts me in, you know, in the zone, whatever word you want to use for it. It's like I feel like I'm operating on a higher level every day. And so, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that helps you. I hope that gives you a little insight into how, what's going on inside the brain <laughs> when I'm, I'm doing my horses on a regular basis. And the two resources uh, that I really recommend um, is the, the audio series. So it's basically, you don't have to remember. All you have to remember to do is hit play. So once you get these audios on your phone, you just plug them in, hit play, and at, play each one at the correct time. And I'll just guide you through the questions to ask yourself. And you can hit pause, write them down, hit play again. I'll ask you the next question, hit pause, write it down. I have a whole guided meditation. So I guide you through that uh, meditation for open focus. And I did it in a way where you don't have to sit, you know, in lotus position with your eyes closed. I wrote it so you can be eyes open and you can be with your horse. You could be grooming your horse and doing this meditation. So it's not meant to add any extra time to what you're doing. The audios are actually um, fairly short. The session, you know, planning might take longer when you hit pause and write stuff down, but they're meant to be really um, handy. They're meant to be usable. There's like the five minute reset audio right when you need it. You know, you're not going to take a half hour to listen to audio, but five minutes <laughs> to kind of give you the little pep talk in the corner there. So I really hope you um, check those out if this is so something that um, you think could be helpful for you. Again, dressagenaturally.net slash M-A-P. That stands for Mindset and Planning. And the other resource is the Happy Athlete Progress Journal. You can find that um, in the shop. So shop 
www.dressagenaturally.net and just look for journal and you can find it there. So I hope you really find this helpful. I'd love if you, after you listen to this, pop over to, to the Dressage Naturally Land Facebook group. Let me know how it goes. Share your experience um, with practicing this sort of um, strategy with your horse and let me know how it goes. I think if you share how it worked for you and things that you do, it can help other people and you can hopefully get ideas from others. So hopefully we'll see you in the Facebook group. All right, bye. If this episode resonates with you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Training horses is a long game. The more you listen, the more pieces of the puzzle you'll have. To see all your learning resources, visit dressagenaturally.net. That's where you'll find free videos, online courses, my book. You can sign up for my Wednesday Wisdom email or even book a private consult. Most of all, remember, you got this. Never underestimate the possibility for things to improve in ways you cannot yet imagine. Till next time, love your horse, move in harmony, and enjoy the process.